Davi the Scapegoat, we are back with Ferg from the No Draws podcast to finish our interview. We're going to talk about his number one red flag in business. You know how everybody says you shouldn't care what people think about you? Well, Ferg says we need to care more. We'll discuss those old world words that we both kind of want to bring back. And Ferg's mantra for the year is going to motivate you to be about that action this year. But before we get into that, Blair, have you ever had a pill get stuck in your throat? Oh my gosh. Is that not the worst thing? Yeah. It it's been so scary bad. before. And it makes you feel like you're just new at life or something. Like, this isn't your first rodeo. You've taken a vitamin before. Why is this vitamin <laughs> C setting you back, taking you out like Ronda Rousey? Like, just, I can't believe I'm struggling with a pill. I feel like a child. It happens to me all the time. And I just want to get my probiotic without choking to death. I just want to get all of those foundational nutritional supplements that I need for whole body health in my guts faster, easier, without feeling like I'm failing at life, right? So AG1 has helped me with that by becoming my daily foundational nutrition. I drink it literally every day, and I initially gave AG1 a try because I was tired of spending all this money and wasting so much plastic on having all of these pill bottles in my house and having to remember to take all nine of them every day. And when I found out AG1, I can just drink that before my morning workout, while making my coffee, when starting my day, and it's going to make me feel like a Sia song. Unstoppable. It's an easy way to wake up, kickstart my day by giving my body the nutrition that it craves, and I'm covering all my nutritional bases. It's great to have a product I can trust and that is so easy to insert into my daily life in so many varieties of ways. You might think I couldn't possibly drink the same thing every day for a while. Sometimes I put a little scoop of AG1 into some almond milk and steam it. It's delicious. Sometimes you toss it into a smoothie in the morning with all kinds of different fruits that you love, and it's delicious. Sometimes you just toss a scoop of it into 12 ounces of water, and you chug it, and it's delicious. And you have a product that you can trust to get your day started on a good note. So are you sick of taking your vitamins every morning with 9-1 typed into your phone just in case you start to choke to death? Nine one one. Yeah, <laughs> just add the next one when you do it. When it starts getting hairy and that pill starts to fight you, you type that last one and you hit send. And but but why? Why would you do that to yourself? Don't you just want to have a product that you trust? <laughs> like, it's not trying to kill you. It's trying to make you better. See, you, you got save it right. That extra second <laughs> of typing another one in there. I don't want to accidentally call nine one one if I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> like you just you give yourself that little buffer where it's like nine one. Just get it you start ready. Take, taking all your vitamins, and when vitamin number five starts to kick back on you and put up a little fight, then you. Hit that next but one. Don't you have to? Some hit people one live alone. They don't have a wonderful husband to run across the room and go, "What are you doing? Are you choking? What is this? Do you want me to finish this number? What was it? <laughs> what was it going to be? Nine one what? Nine one what, Davi? <laughs> What's the number Tell for nine one one? How many syllables is it? One syllable. <laughs> one. What does it mean? Anyways, I want you to take ownership of your health today, and I want you to do it with a product that you can trust. <laughs> AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Davi. That's drinkag1.com slash Davi. D-A-V-I. You guys got to check this out. All right, back to Ferg from the No Draws podcast. Is he a boxer's guy? Is he a briefs guy? It's neither. It's 
Ferg. Ferg, you have worked in several different industries. I'm wondering, what do you think is the number one business red flag that you've run into on a consistent basis? A lot of people mention high turnover rate, and I feel like you touched base on that in the last episode. But what would be another business red flag that you would want us scapegoats to look out for? Number one business red flag is not caring about the person as is there what's going on with their life like okay cool the employee or be, the customer or yeah the the employee like if the employee is giving you their time and something happened cool be understanding mm-hmm. we're all on the same team it's like being on a basketball team and you just constantly like you can't you're ass you're trash you shouldn't do this blah blah blah, yeah. blah. and you you need to leave it's like nah we're supposed to work like what are they bad at so you can help them with yeah. Or just like at least put them in the right direction. So you'd be like, this is your strength. These are your weaknesses. We'll work on your weaknesses later. But I'm going to put you here because you're strong at this. So actually investing. Yeah, people you, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, you're you're literally investing in your employees. You're giving them money. Exactly. And you want that investment to pay off. So there's kind of some, there's some mental load. There's some emotional stuff that needs to go into it. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Like actually invest in your employees. And then you'll watch as they pay that forward to the customer, you know, in an epic way in the company. And it's going to make you more money in the long run. I like that one. I make everybody do a little bit of self-awareness on the podcast too, though. So that's a, that's a number one red flag in business. Do you yourself have a red flag that you've had to overcome? Uh, Red flag I had to overcome would be. In the workplace. Priorities of things. Okay. Like, I would just do, like, make a list of, like, oh, okay, this is all I got to do today. Not looking at, like, all right, this needs to be done today. This needs to be done tomorrow. So I, would, it's, I guess you would say, like, priority organization. Okay. So you'd do the ones you were, like, more excited about on the front end, but not necessarily the ones that have a quicker deadline. Yeah. Or... Like, I wouldn't look at, like, oh, this needs to be done tomorrow. I would just write it down. Like, all right, let's just do whatever. So now you make that list, but it's a little more organized. Yeah, it's, it's organized I do that now, too. but like, it, I still do it, but it's just like, it's better. Yeah. I would do the thing that I'd be like, that's going to be easiest. And then it would end up being so much harder than I thought. I'd be like, God damn it. And then I'd look and I'd be like, oh, I have this other thing that I know is going to be hard and take a lot of time. Exactly. And maybe I should have done that on the front end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that is a good one. See, what's what I'm realizing? I have a lot of red flags. <laughs> oh, I have tons. Because everybody shares a new one that I'm like, oops, <laughs> that's yeah. me. That's me. Like we had an HR rep come in and I was like, hey, if somebody is emailing all the employees about this one thing that only one person is doing, mm-hmm. how do I tell that person, that boss, they don't need to fucking include me on this, just send it to that one person that's doing the one thing. That's what and the like. HR person was like, okay, never tell your boss not to include you on something. But it's like all those emails don't make sense. Like you got 30 emails a day and 90% of it don't even, isn't it pertain to you. Yeah. Except for one. Yeah. One out of 10 emails is. Yeah, but you can't get saucy with them. See, that's what I was saying is like sometimes yeah. I'd be like, oh, I didn't realize that was coming off so salty. Yeah, it's definitely saucy. Uh, <laughs> it's a little saucy. A lot of sassy. Don't include me in these sass. emails. Don't ever say that to anybody. All right, if at any of your jobs that you like quit, is there anything you would have done differently? Hell no. Hell no. I wouldn't quit. <laughs> what about the ones you got fired from? The ones I got fired Maybe from. It wasn't wouldn't. a good feeling, but like literally I work with those people again. I'm like, you remember you fired me? This is crazy. This Look is so God. crazy. Here we are. Full circle moment. Back it's at crazy. Talking about vampires again. Yeah. Like it's 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 I don't think I would 
it's, it makes you who you are, so I'm not mad about it. It's just a feeling you got to overcome at the time. Like, yeah. You might feel like your world is ending, but if you did everything in the necessary steps, you'd be straight. Like, I remember when I, when I got fired and I was just signed my lease, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know how much. Oh, what am I going to do, be selling ass on the internet <laughs> in a minute? But it just was like, oh, wait, my rent's not that much, and it's only me. It's not so. that bad yet. <laughs> yeah, it's like I haven't hit red. We're good now, yeah. for now, yeah. I love that you just you went through some of these things instead of, like, fighting it. You were like, I'm going to go to Atlanta. Did you already have friends here? Well, my family's from here, yeah. both sides. Good, okay, cool. Uh, and uh, I just saved up. That news job was just an extra job when I was working at it because I was literally, my day job, both, I had two jobs. I worked as a rug salesman at Macy's at the Fine Rugs, and then in the morning at the news station. So from 5 a.m. Okay. to 9, I would be at the news station I and was, from 10 to whenever I get done at Macy's. I was waiting for some Macy's stories because when you walked into my house today, the first thing you said I, knew is, the rug. I sold that rug. Yeah, that shit was like $10,000, and I got commission. <laughs> this white lady just got divorced, and she was having the house. It wasn't me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it got passed down from my my husband's parents. I was definitely I I left that that actually I had to leave that one when I went to Atlanta. So the other one fired me, and then I had left, and I had to tell them like, "Hey, look, I'm quitting and I'm moving." Did they, you give notice or anything, or did I you gave just them two okay? Weeks. Cool. I, I, and they were like, "It was so funny." They were like, "You're gonna go there with no plan." Like, bitch, I have a plan. Yeah. It's just not what you think. She's like, "Well, my friend did this, and she came back." I thought, well, so, I'm not your friend. Yeah. And I'm not coming back. Yeah. But if you did, it's not a fucking failure. There could be another opportunity that could bring yeah. you back to that area. I mean. Absolutely. Like, I've, I've gone back home, but I've gone back home as, like, me now. Like, I can do shows. Like, yeah. I was like, I'll come back home and get some money a different way. I hate how people do that. Like you said, it's just compliment people and. Like, let's just, you know, like bosses investing mm -hmm. more in, I mean, I actually quit a job once because um, the boss, her mom was there, like, helping me with some stuff that night. And she was like, you're really good. Did it, did, has she told you, like, has my daughter told you that you're the best employee she's ever had? And I was like, no. And I hear my boss from the other room go, mom, shut the fuck up. And her mom's like excuse me and she's like don't tell them that they're good because whenever you tell them that they're good then they go somewhere else they quit and go somewhere else you don't compliment them like that. the way she was talking about like i was like one i'm standing right here <laughs> and two that's kind of a toxic mentality to have is you just aren't going to pay it forward you're not going to invest in your employees you won't compliment anybody because you think that gets them too big for their britches and they'll quit true. and go somewhere else <laughs> i hate that I do, now you're making me remember all the toxic shit, See, man. I knew. I was like... Man, I did have a super toxic, the last production I worked on during the pandemic. I was working on a TV show, and the my boss was having just a fit, like, would be cussing. Like, fuck all this shit. What is he doing? He's a fuck... Went into the dude's, our payroll's office, all papers, threw it everywhere. Oh, Literally, boy. I'm watching this shit happen. I'm like, yo, this lady lost it. Yep. They had to call the producers. They had to call the, everybody, like, to come in here and calm this lady down. I was like, if that was me, I'd have been fucking ejected. Oh, they threw me out this bitch, like, just whoop, there you go. We don't need you. <laughs> Another black man out the street, get his black ass out of here. Yeah. Like, I was like, you can really do this and keep your job. That's I mean, why, that's how I knew. Some people can. Some people yeah. can't, and some people really, really can. Yeah, and that was a stressful job because there was a lot of people quitting, and it was just, 
my position was changing every week. And she was like, well, you're not doing great at this part. And I, one day I had to just sit here and look in her eyes. I was like, look, ma'am. The same woman that had the little tantrum woman. and threw papers everywhere yeah. said... I had to understand what was going on with her. She said, you need to work on yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I had to like, like... You need to say that shit in a mirror. <laughs> yeah, I had to like have a conversation. Like the more I was around her, the more I kind of understood. I'm like, this woman is understaffed. She is like trying to do 17 jobs herself. You don't need to do that. She's just trying to figure it out too. Yeah. And so I had a real talk with her. I was like, look, I am good at this. I am going to continue to do this. If you need to lower my wages, cool. But I am going to do this. Yeah. Are we okay with that? I was like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to be like the dude whose papers you've been throwing up everywhere. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to do that. That guy ended up getting fired, too. Oh, really? Yeah. She threw his stuff. Threw his shit everywhere. When I say papers and everywhere, he got fired. like, imagine a ream of paper just tossed in the air. Whew, just everywhere. Like, she fuck threw it. his shit and everywhere. he got fired. Yeah. Okay. He was fucking up, though. Okay. But we're also working on two TV shows at once. That's a lot. Yeah. You've it. probably seen a lot of tantrums and you're you're like, am I mind my business? Because I don't want to get fired for whatever the fuck just happened. But I generally hear, and he threw stuff everywhere and he threw headphones across the room and he did this and that. So that was the sheet. Do you think you've experienced more like oh, crazy hell yeah. tantrums from I, women over men? I am God's favorite. I am. <laughs> I don't know how. You stay out of it. But, I don't know. I don't know. How. I've seen But people, you see it happen to other people. People. I've seen people get fired because they didn't fuck with me, like okay. by the organization. Yeah. But like, is it generally like women bosses or male bosses that you're seeing most of the tantrums? The tantrums come, it depends. It's probably 50-50. Yeah. But uh, most, of, most of them fuck with me just because I, I come on time, I work overtime. Like I'm not a I'm not going to do nothing stupid, not going to do nothing stupid. But uh, my favorite boss was the one who did a little bit of booger sugar. He was hilarious. <sighs> He would come in. He had a, like an eye that was wayward, that had like floated and de- did whatever it wanted to. And he'd call me, and I was like, "Hey, how would I look?" He'd call, <laughs> call me in, like, "You look like shit, man. You look, Get your shit together. You You're flushed. Like you did cocaine. Yeah, like you <laughs> look like you just came in here, did a line, and frazzled the shit. Like, relax, stop doing that shit. He he would never tell me it was cocaine, but I'm like, bro, we this know. Is, this is booger sugar. Yeah. I already know." He would be like, I went to Miami this week. Look what I did. And there'd be some pink areola, somebody doing coke off some areolas. Like, oh, he's like, but I didn't partake. But I'm like, I didn't. Okay. okay. I know what you're about, sir. That's pretty proudly on your phone. You yeah, showed so, it to everyone. Like, yeah. it's like your family, your, your kids and your wallet. But he Check was, this out. Favorite boss. Now, he, he would have those moments where he would go through it. But it's just be like, man, are you okay, bro? What do you got going on? And he would tell me. And I'm like, I guess I'm just like, I guess I'm there to just be the buffer between shit. Yeah, for sometimes. whatever reason, and especially if you got like a coked out boss. Yeah, like I guess it's good for business because you get a lot done, but it can also wear on the employees a lot because they're not on cocaine, but he's expecting the same output. Yeah, <laughs> and he's and he's a millionaire, so yeah. it's like so he's like, why didn't this get done? And it's like you, uh, you haven't said it to us yet, you know, like in true. your brain you did. But with all respect, he worked hard. Like I, that, I think it was a mutual respect because I would see him in the gym at six in the morning, and I would be in the gym with him at six in the morning. But we were the only two who saw each other every morning okay. in the gym because that's how I knew how crazy he was. He's like, "Oh, you're crazy too." Like, yes, yeah, I'm crazy bit. just like you. Yeah. So we're in this. So it kind of was one of that. Oh, outside of work, I understand that you actually are like 
you have a level of intensity that I that I understand and, and respect and admire. Yeah. Because I would literally come from telling jokes drunk the next day at 1 a.m., fucking wake up and set my alarm clock for 5, get up, work out at 6, and then do that shit all over again. All over again. If you yawned. Oh, they don't visual. give a fuck if you yawn. I yeah. will go... I will go take a sleep in the handicap stall yeah. for 10 minutes and okay. just set my alarm clock. Take a quick little CS. You got to use the rail because you can like lean on it. You don't got to really about think about doo-doo being on you. I would still think that I was going to face plant on doo-doo feet, like oh. doo-doo floor, you know, like just wear doo-doo shoes, walk on doo-doo floor. <laughs> I oh, would man. not think that I would stay, you know, when you're a kid and you're in class and you're leaning on your fist <laughs> and then your elbow falls off the fucking desk yeah. and you about break your face like i did that so many fucking times oh, oh man i'm God. just putting my head down fuck that my elbow is not to be trusted <laughs> like I yeah, your elbows are slick as not shit safe for fucking napping all right well you've you've been through the gamut i just imagine like i am not a fan of cocaine everyone that's on it is an asshole and then when they're off it and waiting for more they're kind of an asshole and it freaks me out yeah i mean some people benefit greatly as far as like getting ideas for business from the I don't know I'm watching Secession right now and all those people it works there's a lot of cocaine happening and man I thought I was like man I don't know what I thought this show was I guess I guess I thought it was about success and um I guess coke is synonymous with that yeah. sometimes it got to you got to be obsessed and uh, like it's like an obsession drug like once you get going you revved up I don't you just need keep that, going. man. Steve Jobs definitely was on cocaine. I lay off friends. of fucking caffeine because I get too crazy. I got ADHD, so I don't need, like, I need something that helps me just grab the ideas out of the air because they're always fucking flying by. Yeah. I don't need to do cocaine and get, like, I don't need to add confidence <laughs> to what I already have. Like, I talk enough. Don't give me cocaine yeah. and then take away all self-awareness because I will become, I don't know, monster. unstoppable, but yeah. also a monster. It's like a, 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 just, you just, I don't even think it's bad. Well, I guess if you do it, a habit is bad, I guess, but I just feel like. <laughs> we, we are not a medical We are, I'm not saying, like, we I actually, don't say do I want to be, I am supportive of mental health. Yeah. And therefore, I'm telling you, don't do cocaine. <laughs> if you have to, if you're, like, sucking dick for coke, all right, that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, right, you gotta get your life together, man. Please, oh. uh, but and also send us your drama. Yeah, <laughs> go to DaviTheScapegoat dot com and then click contact. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you got a cocaine bender story of what happened, if you came to your self realization that you was doing that booger sugar too much yep. at work, call <laughs> Davi. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> anytime we want to hear from you. If you got a question for Ferg, go to DaviCrimmins.com. Yeah, please let me know. I will answer these. Slash shits. contact. And we will answer your questions. So you've had a couple different bosses. I like that what I think would be like the worst kind of boss. You're like, no, he was my favorite. He was coked out and insane. We were at the gym every morning. Like that yeah, would. I guess. That I, would be. Because he's the realest person. Yeah. That is the realest. Because that's them. Un yeah. There's no hiding anything. They Flaws are cokehead. He showed me that he got his hair, uh, the fucking plugs. hair replacement. He's, he got plugs? He got plugs. I want to meet this guy. Took his hat off, showed <laughs> me. I was like, oh, oh, God. Oh, no, I didn't want to see that. Fuck, my dad used to do that. Like every couple years when we were little, and he, we would always go visit some friends of his, his in Michigan, and he would like leave for a day or so, and then he'd come back, and he would have all these like scabs on his forehead where they were taking the hair and the back, where they were taking they the hair it and putting front. it in the front. And he would always tell us, your mother attacked me with a fork again. 
because it's like a bunch of little like think 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 like all along and we I thought he was serious. I was like, Linda, you're crazy. Mom, <laughs> like, you keep stabbing dad stop in his hairline. Stop stabbing dad. Like every two, three years, you want to fucking stab dad in the head. What's that about? Hair fucking plugs. I was so dumb. Yeah. Now they're so obvious. Like I see him in pictures. I'm like, how was I so dumb? How did I not clock that when I was five? Mom, I don't even have hair plugs anymore. It's like different procedures it's, now. Yeah, it's you way more tell. obvious back then. You can't even tell now. Man, all right. Hair plug cocaine guy was your favorite. He came to my wedding too. <laughs> Only white dude at my wedding. That's awesome. Shouts out to him. I'm not gonna say his name, but he knows. All right. You've been like a boss yourself in a few different ways, like podcasting and wrangling people. And uh, so what's your advice on starting your new endeavor and working with the best kind of people? Like, who are you looking out for to hire and work with? Oh, okay. Like, I look for people that I'm fans of. Like, yeah. if I, I see something, like, I could never do that. You're amazing. Yeah. I'm just a, I'm a wholehearted, like, fan. I like what you're doing. Those are the people I like to work with. Yeah, I'll see people tell jokes that I'm just like, I got to know more about you. Yeah. Like, I think I have a lot of acquaintances that go to comedy shows, and they're, like, the non-laughhers. They're like, yeah, I enjoyed the show. And I'm like, your face. It's weird. Please tell your face. Like, <laughs> what in the tell fuck? Your face to crack a <laughs> smile. Tell your face I need to see teeth. That you had experienced joy last hour. So, um, but they go, well, I just go to comedy shows and I sit there thinking, like, how I would have done it. And I'm mm. like, that's so frustrating. Like, that you can't just let yourself go and be in the moment. Like, I don't, I don't know can't. if that's a good thing or a bad thing or that your brain's always working. And they're not necessarily like comedians themselves. They're just like, this is how I would have done it. This is how I would have made it better. And uh -huh. I'm like, easy. Like, just relax. fucking relax. You don't get to just like go to a comedy show and kick back and like learn something about a very interesting person. You're sitting there yeah. going, how would I make it better? And I'm yeah. like, that feels more judgy than enjoying they comedy. Need, they need to do some drugs and stick a thumb in their Just booty and relax. chill out, like slow it down yeah. now. And maybe you can't, right yeah, there. you can't stop thinking. In the butthole, <laughs> relax. So another thing that we've been talking about with toxic workplaces, people constantly bring up your job, right? Like even when you're out trying to chill at a party, people are like, so what do you do? And maybe you aren't as stressed out by that question as I am. I'd be like, I do stuff. I do stuff, you know, but comedian. then, yeah. But if you say you're a comedian at the party, what do people do to you? Tell me a joke. Tell me a fucking and I'd joke. Be like, jokes come with checks, ho. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> like, oh, so you want a private face. performance? Because like, that's a to oh, totally yeah, like, different thing. I can pull up on you yeah. if you want a real show. It's just this is how much it costs Book for this me. many minutes. All but, right. I could start saying right now. That. If you happen to laugh, you're just gonna happen to laugh. I just want to. I want to um, gear small talk a different direction. I would love it if people stopped saying "What do you do at parties?" and they started asking other things. So Dedrick was like, "I want people to ask me what my favorite dinosaur is because I one. could go off on a whole TED talk about that." And I'm like, "Me too." So what do you wish people would walk up to you at a party and ask about that you could just like you could give them a whole 20 minute What's talk? your favorite strand of weed? That's a good one. Because nobody's going to say that like, everybody has a strand that they like. Or what's your craziest edible story? Like mm -hmm. tell me about the time. Where well, you shitted on yourself a little bit. Was, <laughs> yeah. was, and <laughs> Just a little bit, just not a, a lot. Not a lot. It just was a Hershey squirt. Just a little. Just a little. But everybody's had bit. one. Everybody's had had too many oh, MGs, and I shitted a bit. 
Just a wee little bit of shit. It's <laughs> a tiny bit. See, that could. There's so many stories that come out of that. Like it somebody is. was like, uh, "Have you ever been to prison?" And I'm like, "Visiting," but I got fucking stories to tell you for days. Don't trust the snack machines at the prison when you're visiting. And you don't drink the Kool Aid. Don't everybody. drink any of that stuff. So the. I love that these questions can inspire so many more and it takes us out of I'm trying to have a nice little Saturday and somebody just asked me about work and you're fucking stressing me out and throwing my vibes off on the weekend mm -hmm. talking about next week. Get out of here. Ask me what my favorite strain of weed is. What is your favorite strain of weed? I was going to just say, I don't have one, but Alaska <laughs> Thunderfuck is fun to say out loud. That is. It's my yeah. favorite drag queen and my favorite strain. Uh, That was a good one. I remember I smoked that, and I ended up passing the blunt to some random white guy at a hotel in Pennsylvania. Oh. I was like, you got to try this, Todd. I don't know if that's your name, but <laughs> shit, this is good. Todd, San, get over here. And San Fernando Valley. That was a great one. I, it was this, I remember because this girl curved me. I was trying to kiss her in her mouth. And she was selling it, and I had some, and I was like, oh, I think I love you. I think I'm I think I love you. you. Now you have to find her. Is she, she meant has to be? I don't know, man. She got, She was driving a Rubicon, so it let me know she was for the streets. Oh. Any woman that drives a Jeep Rubicon lets me know. <laughs> well, tell us how people can find you on No Draws Podcast. How can people listen? Um, you can find me online at No Draws Podcast, N O D R A W S Podcast. It's on it's hosted on Spreaker, but it's on all of the platforms. And or you can go to my YouTube, which is type in Yo Ferg What Up. It's all it's all there. Y O F U R G What Up W H A T U P and you can find it there. I'm doing a lot of new business endeavors with brands and stuff, so You'll start seeing a lot more stuff on there. So, and your handle on most is Yo, Yo Ferg, Ferg. What up? Yeah, it's on there. You'll find it because it's all the same link for everything. So yeah. if you find it on one, you find it on all. What inspired uh, No Draws? Like the the name and the and the concept. <laughs> I mean, you guys don't just talk about underwear. You talk about everything. All things i mean i could go off about underwear for a long time i wish people would ask me about all my pet peeves about underwear at parties that's my party question ask me about my underwear and it fucking sucks like why yeah. don't why do what is that little tiny pocket that uh, is in girls pennies? Is. what the fuck is that for for your pad i don't know no it's too small have for you the seen pad, the pad? Yeah. yeah those are, are beasts compared to yeah. that little tiny triangle i, I could fit like three tic tacs in there or maybe one tater tot maybe. but that is not gonna satiate your appetite for tots at all know. that's a good question we gotta ask somebody what is souls. that i i went to your podcast expecting to talk about underpants so i was fucking ready to oh bitch about underwear i was that's like hilarious think I'm so negative and then we talked about everything but and i'm so excited for you guys to hear it i'm definitely gonna have some as members only content oh my homeboy doesn't wear draws and he's six foot eight. Oh, yeah yeah that's a yeah exactly what you thinking I'm is what five, i was like three. what so, like, if he were to hug me, that would be very little fabric in between me and his. You might get a urethra. Put my on your face thigh. and his, yeah. <laughs> Not on purpose, it's just. And then, like, uh, ever since we was a kid, so it's my homeboy T. He's I've been he's oh, damn near my right best out. friend. Yeah, he's damn near my best friend. He's he's just been with me through this whole journey, and we just be talking one day, and he'd be like, "Man, I gotta do laundry." He was like, "Man." I don't ever wear underwear. Like I'm like, you don't wear underwear, bro. He's like, no, not at all. I was like, why are you just out here with no drawers? He's like, man, it's freeing. Since we was like 18, he's been doing this shit. Okay. And I'm like, I'm just gonna call it no drawers. Yeah. And he was like, 
Sound about right. And you talk right. about anything. It's more than just a podcast. It's a philosophy. Yeah. You got to come it's... out here. <laughs> you got to come out here with no draw spirit. Have you tried it? I have not. Okay. I, I had, well, You know, I lie. I only wear no draws if somebody's daughter coming over to kiss me in the mouth. Okay. Then I'm ready. Like, Keep it's one layer of, yes. phew, next thing you know, <laughs> my meat is out, and we're having a good time and bumping uglies. You got to dress it up a little bit. Wear yeah. something lacy for her. Yeah. I'm going to put on my thought shorts. <laughs> thought shorts? Yeah, put on my hussy shorts. Okay. Do they actually say thought, or are they just, like, so well, many inches above the knee? Yeah, you got to have thigh meat, a large amount of thigh meat out. Okay. You got to have that out, and then have on some sort of slides, flip-flops, or Crocs. Okay. That's when you know top-tier hussy right there. Top-tier. That is a thought, if I've ever seen a no-draws thought in my life. Top-tier hussy. I love that. Trollop hussy. Those are all my favorite floozy. words. Floozy. I what? like my you aunt called a woman a floozy at the barbecue, and it made me laugh. She's, like, she's, a, she's a damn floozy. like, damn. You're using 1950s slurs. <laughs> Those are my favorite, though. Like, yeah. I love, I will put Trollop in my act, and then Dedrick will be like, how fucking old are you? I'm like, I don't have an age. I'm a fucking vampire. Yeah. But I like saying, like, old world words. They're funny. They're funny. Like, like when you, you hear, like, an Edna or a Josephine say. Geraldine. So, like, give me some cash. And it's like, she's talking about kisses. Is that not the cutest fucking thing you've ever heard in your life? Give me or, some cash. Or Nice my games. pocketbook. Yeah, bring my pocketbook. And it's like, what is she talking about? That's where know. she keeps her money that yeah. her husband allows her to have. Because she the can't have a bank account. Or the credenza. Yeah. Like, what is that? She's got some nice gams on her. Mm -hmm. She got a brooch. <laughs> what the fuck is You're just naming things that they wear. My grandmother wore all that shit. That. I know, that's fucking cute as shit. The little uh, pin. Yeah. It'd be jade. It'd be like a little beetle. Oh, my God. I have grandma vibes so hard, but... Uh, Daddy says it's homeschooled vibes, but I think it's Nana vibes. I think it that's might be homeschool vibes. It's a, little. a mix of both. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely. Unless you've been you've been raised around a lot of older people. That's probably what it is. Because that's how it is with me. Like I could I could vibe with an older person just yeah. by listening to them. Like wait, so you were doing what during the Schiffer Road during the peppermint twist? Yep. What? That's adorable. I used to wear my smoking gloves. I'm like, yeah, I had gloves to smoke. I just like that. I'm like, you guys, your your favorite musical artist's name was Chubby Checker. <laughs> like that, his name was Chubby. I fucking love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cute as shit. I don't know. There's just, things were goofier and sillier. <laughs> it's, it's going back to that if you think about it. I Everybody's hope so. names. Just as far as names, like I, I like... Uh, you know, like Doja Cat. I'm like, thank you for ha like having a weird ass name. I just mean like in the words that they use. See, now if you uh, said that artist is chubby, people would be like, that's wrong. Don't you're body fat phobic. Don't body shame. But like if he says my name's chubby, then it's okay, I guess. I'm hey. like, I think, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like people are just, they want to be offended. So if you be like, hey, it's chubby. Yeah. Like, hey, look, right now he's chubby. Yeah. So let's not act like we don't see this little husky person here. That was It was almost my attempt to clean up things because I told you how, like, we got booked in Savannah, but not without some drama of people that were yeah. like, we don't really like our female comedians to tell, like, genitalia jokes. And Blair was like, what about your male comedians? <laughs> got them. And then... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so if I start censoring myself a little bit and I add these like old terms, sometimes it makes it funnier. Oh, absolutely. I, I love using stuff that like second words 
like instead of titty, you'd be like, well, there's areolas. Yeah. The sweater biscuits. Booby is funny. Dirty Boobs. pillows. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite. I'm trying to figure out other terms for titties. Areolas. <laughs> I love using the word areolas because it just makes you be like, oh. Fun bags. Yeah. Over the shoulder, boulder holder. That's just a bra, though. That's, That's not necessarily your titty. That's so much for breasts. Yeah. Tatas. Tiggle mm-hmm. bitties. Tiggle bitties is a good one. It, that was my radio friendly one. Yeah, just sometimes censoring yourself makes the joke even funnier. So mm-hmm. I like using these old lady words. Got fired from Chick fil A for saying my pleasure like a hussy. <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah, that'll you definitely know? get somebody. <laughs> like, oh, this is Polynesian. Talk about toxic that. workplaces. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the temperament for Chick fil A. That's a joke, y'all. That didn't really happen. So please don't like chalk that as a tally for Dobby being toxic. I'm not. I'm super fun, just like Ferg. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm cool with being toxic in the workplace. Cause you are fine with it. Like, what's the word? Like, you knew what you were hiring when you hired me. So what are we talking about right now? I Is mean, the work done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so wait, I was toxic this whole time, but you kept giving me more monies and, yeah. and more contracts yep. and hiring me again? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. What a concept. Yeah. And that that is why everybody becomes an asshole eventually. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I learned it from you, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm an asshole, and I like it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like that. See, that's gonna be. I ask everybody their personal mantra for the year too, because everybody's thriving in their entrepreneurship and different businesses. What's your mantra for 2023? My mantra is be uh, about that action. About that action. Because I'm everybody that's around me is or is are in are in, like whatever we do, we really do that shit. Yeah. There's no guessing. There's no, well, I need to see a resume. Like, I could just give you a link so you could see all the shit I'm doing. Yeah. So you could make your mind up. Yeah. Like, I'm not lying to you about shit. I'm really about what I do. Like, about that action. BTA. Yeah. Like, Elvis did TCB. Take care of business. Yeah. Yeah. About that action. You're BTA, man. I like that. With With every aspect of life, it's relationships, finances, you know comedy podcasting like i literally wake up every day and live like that like what would i gotta do today all this shit all right let's I get it all that. done till by 5 p.m wrap it up and you get it all done no <laughs> i get as much done as i can i get i have like I'll such take a an nap. insane list and then i get three things and i'm so mad um, if i can at least get like say i got a list of five things if i get three done that day i'm i won okay good because I'm living in the future with yeah. the list. The list is already what I think I have to do for the future. So if I have that's done, that means the future is already done. That's I'm just, true. And I'm just doing it in the present. Yeah. So if you're not about that action, you're not getting yourself ready for the future. BTA, y'all. Be about that action in yeah. 2023. You got to be so. about it. <laughs> this is a great uh, tequila oh, ra- yeah. ratio. Make you a little tequila sprite for the for the road because never had that. We're about that alcohol too, BTA guys. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this was really that fun was though. Fun. Thanks so much for coming by Thank and being on Dobby the Scapegoat and sharing your workplace stories. I'm glad that we could like reminisce and then you were reminded of so many more. I hope that didn't put you in a dark place. Oh, it didn't. Because <laughs> I I've, I lived through it and that money's been spent. So. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. (laughs) Live to tell the tale. Thanks so much, Ferg, and everybody check him out. Got comedy shows all over, and he's always about that action, so see what he's doing and where you can find him. He's a funny guy. This was amazing. That was so fun. Thank you so much. Wow. Next on Dobby the Scapegoat. Keys from Skis. Keys from Skis? 
Keezy oh, from Skeezy. Skeezy. Oh. Skeezy paid for <laughs> <Yeah>. the Keezy. <laughs> and now we give them out easy. Send us, okay, uh, how many keychains? We give as many it? as we please. <laughs> Should we do a giveaway? Like a keychain giveaway? Keezy's yeah. from Skeezy's? First people to go to <laughs> DabbyCrimmins.com slash contact. And uh, tell us why you deserve the Keezy's from Sleazy's. <laughs> <laughs> Keezy's from Sleazy. What? I said Skeezy. Oh, Sleazy Skeezy. Sleazy Skeezy's. When you type it, make sure it's in an Italian accent. <laughs> <laughs> or you're automatically disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The Keezy. Why do you want the Keezy from the Skeezy? Just say People. per favore. Per favore. <laughs> the Keezy's we'll send from the Skeezy Sleazy's. Grazie mille. Grazie mille. <laughs> Maybe you'll think twice before you will try to eat